Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Buff Nation. Let's go, baby. Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. He's back. Gentlemen, how is everybody? We Fantastic. Are great. We are great. I'm glad that it's my chair you, is boys. slightly closer to the camera than yours, so I don't look so small next to you. Well, I will <laughs> say this. Last week, I sat in the sofa for two yeah. Just for me, though. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> it was very nice. It gave me a lot of room to stretch out. Spacious. You know? I was like a big Niwot cougar over here stretched out. If you were rich, would you just buy three plane tickets just to have the, the mm. whole row to yourself? Well, I'm not broke, and I do fly first class. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> I was about to say, I don't think he's broke. <laughs> I didn't, we're not. I, there's no. I never said he was broke. I asked if, if he was you rich. Were rich. I mean, I don't know if I'm rich, but I'm not. I'm barely broke, dog, so we're good. We're good. I didn't know that was going to be taken. No, but as an always insult. first class. Always first class. Look, I, I have problems fitting in seats. I'm sure you've heard the Nugget story. No. Oh, oh Lord. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did hear it. Fantastic. I could tell that. So we went to game one, and tickets were through the roof. So I want to take my boys. So we bought tickets up in the third level. Bro. I walked up there, and I couldn't fit in the seat. Even my hips don't fit in those seats on the third level at. Well, at that, ball. I know that's supposed to make me feel better, but it doesn't. And I walk. <laughs> I'm not a football player. I walk. And neither am I. I walk yes, out. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I walk out, and uh, the lady, nice older lady, standing right there, and my son Nicholas, who's also a freak, uh, is standing right next to me, and little Logan. And I go, ma'am, I don't fit in the seat. And she goes, sir, you're going to need to lose some weight. And I was oh like, my god! And, I was, and she said it jokingly, like a grandma. And I was like. You know, you are correct. And I was like, <laughs> walk downstairs and sweet talk the ticket lady. And they put me in my own folding chair. Nice. In like the, the area where like, you know, hurt people go and whatnot, like the handicap space. So my fatness got me upgraded to like a level you, where they bring you food. Sir, you're big boned. <laughs> I got a folding chair, man. It was dope. That's amazing. Just saying. Never know where it can take you. You were at Folsom. Nick was a recruit, a visiting as a recruit yes, last sir. weekend. What was that like? Uh, the pregame was crazy because, you know, I'm standing there talking to Matt Leinert, whose son was there as a recruit, and wow. talking about the SC game. They're Scoop. coming back out, and, you know, he's so impressed with Coach Prime. His son is a baller, only like I think he's a junior, sophomore or junior. Is he righty or lefty? Uh, he's a righty. What's his and name? I did ask him that question. Good. That's good. I'm glad you asked me. What's his name? Uh, Something liner. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm terrible. I'm terrible with names. I just I asked Ryan Conning's number. Um, <laughs> Got my name wrong for about ten years. Yep, ten years. He had to remind me openly, like my name <clears throat> is Koningsberg. 
Did I say it right? Yeah, that's pretty close, See? at least. That's you close. got it. Well done. That's what I'm going for. I'm going to change it soon to make it easy for you. Hey, everyone. man, you don't need to make it easy for me, bro. Um, look, no, I'm just going to take my mom's maiden name. <laughs> it's still K, so I can keep RK. <laughs> Allie, make him change his last name so I can pronounce it, please. Um, Allie's look. last name's cooler than mine, too, but then I would lose RK. Well, you'd just be RM. That sucks. Could you be RKM? Ooh. No, that sucks. Could you be RK hyphen M? Nope. Nope. Okay. Um, but the recruiting was awesome. And, you know, standing next to Underwood and, you know, Danny O'Neill, who's committed, and Talent Chandler, who's a, a client of mine who's in the Dungeon family and does all of his stuff remote, being there with his dad, who I know, it was awesome, man. Listening to Nick talk to all the guys and their reaction and how excited they all got about the game. And then also the disappointment and how, like, watching all of them go through, like, the, I thought we were supposed to crush these people. I can't believe this is happening. And look, as a buff, I, I, should, I, I hoped we were going to kill them. I should have seen this coming. Yep, me too. And I'm kind of mad at myself for buying into all the hype. But you know what? No, not, it's not buying into the hype. It's just forgetting about what the, the, what the Rocky Mountain Showdown is about. I mean, we haven't played it in so long, and yeah. with all the excitement in Boulder, I got a little wrapped up in the excitement, just like everybody did. <clears throat> I just I and lost they, sight they of the fact that that game mouse. is so rarely easy. Yeah, it's never easy. I mean, it has been a few out of the last five. Yeah, when but, they're both bad. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly, good, the, good better, the better the better has been, the, the better they play. They play. Yeah. Yeah, so, every time. To watch them all go through like the stages of realizing this is a dogfight, and then watching some of the recruits and their parents leave. Oh no! Like because they think the game's over. And I even said to some like, "You should not leave. The game like, is never like, over when Shador Sanders over. is your quarterback." And like those people that I don't know who they were, and and there were a lot of recruits there, but the ones that left, I don't want them there. <laughs> The ones that walked into the locker room afterwards and were part of that, even though it was more somber than it was in Nebraska. Nebraska was a celebration. This was concerns for Travis. We didn't play very well. We got to yeah. get better. You know, a uh, offset wrap real quick, <laughs> which was awesome. And then uh, we're going to get out of here for the night. So that was interesting. Uh, my son got an offset T-shirt from Offset. That's nice. sick. Yeah, that it was pretty so cool. Sick. I mean, I'm trying to like process all this. So. Um, honestly, boys, the coolest part about all of it was listening, overhearing, because, look, the big tackle that was there from IMG, I can't remember his name. Seaton, Jordan Seaton. Yeah, he plays with Breck Wooljay. Breck went to Valor. When Breck was in seventh grade, he started my program. Breck is the most Valor kid name I've ever heard. Breck, and he's a monster. And he, so he went to Valor, started as a freshman there, and he had 15 offers by the end of his freshman year, including CU. And now he's at IMG in Florida, and he plays next to big man. So we know each other through that connection, even though I can't remember anybody's name. And everybody, they're all standing around Underwood and Danny O'Neill and Talon, all the kids. And they're all sitting there saying this. And I'm overhearing this. I'm not getting involved, because this is Nick's day. I'm trying to back up and let him soak this up. Man, wouldn't it be cool if we all came here together? Uh-huh. Wouldn't it be awesome if all of us came here together and just took over and just ran college football? I know my boy Talon was the one. And he was just in in there there like, hey, this place kicks ass. And (laughs) I'm sitting there like, tell him this place kicks ass. (laughs) And like, I think that you're going to see people flipping. I think you're going to see people 
dropping other schools to come here. I know for a fact that they are calling Sand. They are calling Coach Prime, and they are calling the coaches. They are calling Coach Ob. They are calling Coach Williams. They are calling Coach Brewster. They are calling Coach Coach Chandler Durrell, who, you know, through all of this, yep. through all of everything that happened with his father being the head coach and how bad it was. Chandler has been an absolute goddamn professional. He's crushed it. He's done his job, and you would expect nothing else from a Durrell. Carl would do the same thing. He would accept accept what it is and go to work and take a a wide receiver job or something. You know he would. He did. Right after UCLA, he went back to the league. So I'm not surprised Chandler is as good as his job as he is, but also as professional as he is. That man is elite. And it's an ultimate testament to how good he is at the job that Coach yep. Prime wanted to keep him. Absolutely. Because Coach so Prime kept no one. He, he didn't come in thinking, who could I keep? Everybody was gone. Right. He came in thinking, I want to I want to bring in all my own people, as he should. And, and, and he, he must have been really impressed with Chandler yeah. off rip to be like, actually, this guy can stay. Mm-hmm. Especially the, considering the, the history. Sure. And the fact that, that Chandler is as accepting as he is, is big on his part, too, because they're with with look with alpha males there's ego involved all the time and if you have the ability to shelf that and understand and play your part and do your job and be a good soldier there's no limit to where you can where this can take you and that's kind of my point and my message here to all the recruits if any recruit in the country or any transfer portal player has the audacity to have coach prime and that staff and what they've done in three weeks just think that they are going to need to kiss your ass to go to Boulder. My friend, you are sadly mistaken, and you should go to Nebraska. <laughs> because <laughs> you should be lining up across the they country are. as a guy who, yep. and they are, and they yeah. are calling them. As a guy who does this for a living and has put 500 guys in college in 15 years and has 12 more committed right now, including the number one, the number four, the number eight, the number nine, 10, 11, 15, 18, all, like 25, out of the top 25, there's 12 of them in the gym right now. This is as real as it gets. And yeah. it's all about promotion and making yourself a small business. And this man, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, is the master at, make, at, at looking at a, a young man and going, this is what you could be, son. And I've said this on the show many times. It's the way he makes you feel. Yep. It's when he walks up to Nick and goes, good to see you again, Nick. And I'm like, I'm like sitting there trying to cry. Thank God I got my shades on. (laughs) So it's it's, it's special, bro. And I'm telling you, I can't wait for that commercial. And I'm telling you, it's uh, it's (laughs) as real as it gets. So hold on to your ass, Buff Country. If you think this has been fun. I, I think that the transfer portal and the recruiting landscape after the season, after the bowl game win, um, I think it's going to be like number one class in the country. Everybody wants to come here. They're going to have their pick of elite offensive and defensive linemen. And when Coach OB and Coach Nick Williams and Sal and Warren Sapp and God knows who else is going <laughs> to be up there, when they get elite pass rushers, and I like the guys we have. They're playing their ass off. I'm not sitting here talking junk, but you're always looking to improve as a football coach. Yep. You're always looking for better personnel. If you're not, you're going to lose. I think it was uh, – I don't know. I remember what coach told me this, but this is a common statement from coaches that, that they tell their players. It's my job to recruit players that will replace you. Yes. It's your job to not let me do that. Not let me replace you. That yep. is a fact. Yep. So the thing about Colorado that made it so special when I was there – 
is if you didn't do your job, they replaced you yeah. with another guy that was going to be in NFL camp. So it pushed everybody every day. I mean, the rotation in 01, every single guy in the rotation but one has their pension. So that is how you know you played on a football team with just bad motherfuckers. Yep. And Boulder is bad MF for Central these days. And if you want to be taken seriously and you want to play for the mecca of college football, I mean, why would you go anywhere else? Yeah. I mean, you're nailing it, and you're nailing yep. why everyone is lining up. And it's like, think of it this way. Imagine how many kids want to play at CU right now. I mean, thousands? Mine, oh, yeah. Mine does. Thousands? <laughs> um, it's even just for this class, I would guess it's in the thousands. Mm-hmm. There's, only, are- there's only what? 25-ish spots. Okay, so that's another thing we should talk about because Coach Prime did come out and say that, and I saw it earlier in the week on TikTok or Instagram, something about, like, the transfer portal is going to take scholarships away from high school players. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I placed 22 guys this year out of the transfer portal. 22 guys that had to leave. A bunch out of CU that went to UCLA. Jake Wiley went to UCLA and Casey went to Florida State. Yeah. Mason Maddox took a walk on at CU and parlayed it into a scholarship at Kent State. Like, there's a lot of positive to the transfer portal, obviously. I think you're going to see 12 to 15 elite four or five-star high school players, maybe a three-star in there that, like, a a lineman or something that OB believes in. Um, Because, look, I've got a three-star offensive lineman named Lincoln Fahapoli Jr. Weird I can say that name, but I can't say your name. (laughs) Um, and he's a freak at Fountain Fort Carson, wears number 60. He's just a badass. He's a huge, he's a tank person, bro. He's a monster. He was up there as a recruit, but they like him. He's got 12 offers, but no power fives. He's a Mountain West caliber player in their opinion. And they're like, well, well he can walk on. And, I, and the old Matt, if Carl Durrell would have said that to me, I would have been like, you're crazy. You need to offer this kid right now and develop him. Yeah. The new Matt and the new world we live in goes... Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because he's really good, but if they don't think he's good enough to play there, he's not. Well, and they're going to have a lot of options of players at and, a certain count. Cal- and, and so I'm they're just gonna saying- They're going to lose <clears throat> on guys from Colorado that go other places, that's, and that's okay. Not everybody in Colorado is supposed to play at CU. That was just a lie that was told to everybody, including by me. When we didn't have Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, as the guy. So my point is, at the most, <coughs> 25 Excuse me. recruits. And, and it's not going to be that many. But Coach Prime did pocket some scholarships so they can have a yes. larger class, more transfers yep. next year. Um, and there's thousands of people that want it. It, it really is not a kiss-their-ass type of moment. Now, there's certain guys that you're going to say, hey, we're going to roll out the red carpet for Bryce Underwood. He's the number one player in the country. But... There's going to be someone behind every one of these guys that wants it that you don't really have to recruit that way anymore. And that's why Coach Prime says, I don't sell anything. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'll give you this number. I'll, I'll let you wear number one if you come here. Or I'll let you do this if you come here. Or you're going to play right away if you come here. He doesn't have to do that because they want to come here. So he just shows them what they have to offer. Mm-hmm. Tells them of the, the amazing opportunity. Shows them that Travis Hunter has over a million views on both of his YouTube videos from this season. In and by the way, that's suit. not just exposure. That is... In a draft Cash suit. money yes. that draft is going suit. to him. So it's all exposure, uh, you know, scouts, all that stuff. You don't have to sell anything, and people are lining up to come get him. Absolutely, man. I mean, 
he wants it to be a pipeline to the NFL. That's what he's kind of already told Poor these is. guys that were in the transfer portal coming in this year. Like, this is, if you have one more year, come to see you. Let's try and get you to the NFL, basically. Yep. Um, look, if, if I'm Bryce Underwood and I stood next to him damn near the whole game. He's huge. He is. Danny O'Neill also stood two people away from me. And Danny's committed to see you. Yep. yep. And that kid is so competitive that he would like it angry just by looking at Underwood. <laughs> and I could, I, I, he didn't say anything, but I can tell I'm a coach. I can read people. It's my job. And I could just look at him because I'm a, I'm a people watcher anyway. I, I love pushing people's buttons to see how they react. I love that the tone oh, really? of my voice <laughs> kind of mentally affects people. I can't help it. Like Ryan told me something earlier, like somebody hated something I did and it like made my heart flutter. Um, <laughs> I said flutter. You're yeah. good, man. Yeah, that's what it is. You're a pro. So, um, <laughs> look, it, it, if you're in the business of developing and recruiting and reforming, because mm-hmm. Coach Prime is going to take chances on kids, too, that are good players that need to be reformed, i.e. me, Lawrence <laughs> Vickers, uh, Andre Gerard, Victor Rogers, Dan Grant. I mean, guys, every NFL player, Donald Strickland, everybody I know that I played with that was any damn good had edge and did not come from the suburbs mostly. Mm-hmm. So let's just be real on what we're talking about here. He's going to recruit and reform these kids and turn them into men, and he's looking for ultimate competitors. So when I look at Danny O'Neill and he's mad because Underwood's there and he's committed – that just stokes that yeah. it, everything stokes the next fire. It's awesome, man. Yeah. Everything burns all the time. <clears throat> and, and it's such a good point. Coach Prime brought it up in the in the Taylor Rooks interview, which maybe we'll talk a little bit more about later. But or maybe it wasn't. It was actually the sixty minutes. And he and he was being asked about the Louis luggage, all that stuff. And he's like, Yeah, if you fell for that and you left, then you definitely couldn't play here. Right. It was a ploy. Yeah, exactly. So it was like your point is perfect. If you're a player who is a three-star or a four-star and you look at a potential five-star coming in and say, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to compete with that. I got to go. Then you weren't right for the job in the first place. And look, I truly believe this. You take last year's CU team and you take Shador, Travis, Wallace. It's 10. Who? T- 10. Wallace. Wallace. Uh, Weaver. 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 Oh, Weaver. I was, like, I was, like, I was thinking names. Breedlove at first. Weaver. I don't know why that's the first 10 I thought. Uh Horn, Edwards, you put the skill players we have now on that team next last year, and I bet you the offense looks exactly the same. Because Casey Roddick is a second well, round. Well, not golf. exactly the same. Well, the that, quarterback makes. I said. Oh, Shador. you said Shador. Oh, okay, I why thought you said I, just the skill players. Why would I forget him, dog? Well, I thought you just said skill players. No, Shador and all the skill players. You take those guys and put them on the field with Casey Roddick and Jake Wiley and Austin Johnson, Tank, and whoever the right tackle would be, Savion. I bet you your offensive football team is pretty good because all those guys are starting at UCLA, Purdue, and Florida State. So, like, those guys decided to leave for their opportunity because they didn't want a new transition, which I respect. But I also look at guys like Tank and Trevor Woods, the the tight end kid that just came out of nowhere. Michael Harris. Had a damn Joe Clapp moment, dog. (laughs) <laughs> like you just balled out in the Rocky Mountain Showdown, yep. all on as a walk-on. You're the player of the week. Yep. Like they pulled the Joel Clatt, dog. Con- yep. Congratulations, tight end. Get on scholarship, <clears throat> kid. That's how you do it. And his so, hands are for real, for oh, real, yeah. for real. Tim yeah. Brewster's. I love Tim Brewster's quote. Like, son, I'm going to turn you into a damn stud. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh man, he was this right. Is so fun. he was right. So he was right. I just think that the opportunities up there are just endless. And if you can't see them. 
then you're looking at it through a lens that you need to adjust, bro, because I'm telling you, if you're a player up there and you're not maximizing social media and you're not trying to ride this wave, you don't like money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Travis Hunter, like, he's put out one video a week. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little bit more. Uh -huh. Both of them have, have done over a million, or all of them have done over a million views. Getting paid, dude. That he that covers his rent, yep. and then a lot rent more. That yep. covers Shador's uh, uh, driving a uh, Rolls Royce, homie. Yeah, I think. Do you think? Do I don't you know think, if he has the rolls yet. Do you think the That's, next video we'll get put to out, the rolls? Okay. Next video is him watching film in the rolls, and calling Tom and going, "Yo, Tom, is this acceptable?" Yeah, like uh, like Philip Rivers when dog. he set up that uh, film <laughs> setup in the exactly. back of the car because he didn't <laughs> want to move from San, uh, San Diego to L.A. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, the big recruiting news today, though. A guy we've talked about a lot, Ryan Wingo, scheduled an official visit for CU after this weekend, the home game against USC. Uh, Steve Wiltfong talked to him, 247 Sports. Apparently, Coach Brewster, Coach uh, David Kelly, Corey Phillips, and Nick Williams have not stopped recruiting him since the summer. Uh, Ryan Wingo's dad spoke to Steve Wiltfong. He said he likes it, the team. What Dion and the staff have put together uh, this team like they did. Everybody seems like they're playing hard. Apparently, Ronnie, uh, that's Ryan's dad, hung out with Sean Lewis the entire time uh, they came back earlier in the year. I think that was an unofficial, obviously. Said uh, he was right there with us when we were talking, taking the tour, saying his offense is going to be explosive. And now you see it. The receivers are getting the ball. We're looking forward to going out there. They've got family in Aurora. So... Uh, I don't know, man. Let's make this happen. <clears throat> he is a freak. A freak. Freak. He's a top 30 player in this he's class. A, he's a play for three years going the first round freak. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. Uh, he could, he's they already like, have one of those in, in Winston Watkins coming in 25. Yeah. I mean, he's like a baby, baby Megatron. 6'2", 205 already. Yeah. He's, you know, actually, let me rephrase. He reminds me a lot of Des Bryant. Ooh. Mm. You remember how explosive and twitchy he was, but also big, physical, and like in his prime, yep. could just manhandle people. Mm -hmm. That's who this kid reminds me of. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, can jump out of the stadium. Um, I wonder what it's Super like clean route fast. running already. 10, 5, 500 meter dash. Can absolutely God, fly. I mean, if you're Bryce Underwood, you know, like, okay, I'm going to throw to Wingo and Watkins. And maybe Boo Carter. And maybe Boo Carter. Someone yeah. Danny O'Neill is so mad. <laughs> Stuck it. I'm Everything sorry. burns. I'm sorry, Danny. I love it, dog. Also, Danny O'Neill. I love it. If he and gets Shador. that opportunity. Hey, let's sure. go. Um, He's and, been balling. And Wingo gets to play with Shador if he comes here. Yep. Um, and, like, that should be – that's a legitimate – pull for some of these guys it's it's going to be incredible in the transfer portal yeah next year you want to get a graduate transfer wide receiver they should be lining up it's yep. just like when peyton manning was with the broncos <laughs> and and you had your pick you know like they should be lining up because shador will put you in the nfl look at xavier weaver exactly zay is the poster child yes. come play your last year with one of the best quarterbacks or the best quarterback in the country and explode up draft charts. Zay's being looked at as like a day two pick now. He's third in, in college in receiving yards. He's averaging like 130 yards a game. Yep. Next year, too, 12-team playoff, Big 12. Oh, the man. The Big 12 is not what the Pac-12 is, even and though AB. some teams are coming. And AB. I, yeah, I think my mind's going a place like <laughs> national championship. And I'm, I know that that's premature, but so? I was thinking right. about if, this. I know, that's, I know that coach, that's Coach Prime's goal. He's not trying to not win a oh. national title. 
So if that's the way that man thinks, then again, good soldier, that's the way I think. Of uh, either get rid of or get gone, thinks. dog. And I, I think he truly believes he can win one here, mm-hmm. and that yeah, he, he brings me a can. lot of comfort in terms of the the longevity of him. <sighs> sure, can, bro. Do, can you imagine? I actually can't. A twelve team playoff, <laughs> and they win a national. I'm, you can just kill me and then burn <laughs> me and spread me on Folsom. And every time you go there, be like, Jazz, and I'll be like. Yo! <laughs> <laughs> or you'll run me over like yeah. you did it uh, Appar- last game. Apparently, I gave you my gloves when you were nine. It's true. I thought you were like forty-five. I'm in. <laughs> the new I thing love that you. the new thing that I do after the game is I wait for these guys um, to go do the post-game <laughs> this show. Is so awesome! And I have. We always wait at the team store when we're yeah. waiting to be let up. Well, that's also where all the players families hang out yep. so like i just hang out i'm like hanging out with ashton and <laughs> yeah hanging out with you know all all the players families who are so kind and gracious towards us um and i'm talking to i think i was talking to savion wilkerson's brother mm-hmm. chez busts through the doors from the practice facility locks his eyes on me and just attacks me <laughs> and just like pancake blocks me across the room <laughs> I was excited, man. We just had double overtime win, yeah. baby. It's it, it was exciting. Was, that shit was dope. I, I was like, man, I'm glad I wasn't a quarterback when this guy played. Well, let me oh. tell you what let me tell you what RK was into. He's in a black cowboy hat looking yeah. like fucking rip from Yellowstone with some <laughs> with some badass shades on at two in the morning. Shady race. Was that like a was that a was that a like a hockey sweater, Colorado sweatshirt? It was just like a vintage Crew neck, like it. Ooh, a crew neck. Yeah. Wow, is it a starter? I actually don't know. Could the have brand been. On it that was one. like cool enough. I think to it be is a starter. A starter. Yeah, that's not surprising. <laughs> Looks like a starter. That shit was dope. And I walk out, and he's there, and I'm like, that's fucking fitting that he's standing right there. <laughs> that's that's my guy. That's the buff. And uh, <laughs> I just decided that you needed some uh, Rocky Mountain Showdown double overtime fucking victory love. Yep. I, I just saw. watched Offset perform. I was through the roof. <laughs> I, I was over there, like talking about like Rick Blair drip. Go woo on the stage. Woo! <laughs> also, shit was dope, dog. Is uh, <laughs> my kid got an offset? Drip. He's up there singing. He goes Rick Blair drip. Go woo on this bitch and throws the shirt at Nick and he goes what? And I'm like, that shit was tarred, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> also, first time I've seen Nick in a while. He looks like a man now. It's crazy. Like last time I saw him, he looked like a kid. So you see those. I don't know if you can get a picture of that there. Is that your so, hand? So you see those little feet right there? Oh, the, yeah, The 13? Yeah. The, the two is Logan's hands the day he was born, and the 13 is Nikki's hands the day he was born. And if anybody knows, I, obviously my 10-year-old is my little prince, and I love him, but Saturday was about Nick, and Nick's namesake is my brother. Yeah. And uh, Saturday was pretty fucking special, bro. Yeah. And for, for you to say that means a lot, and... You know, like, is he up there because of me? Yeah, I built the bridge. But did I also send his film to them and they validated and invited him? Yep. Yeah, that also did happen. And yep. when that happened, because I was nervous about it, because they don't have to invite you. They, mm-hmm. turned, they turned away like 15 kids that I suggested to go. They only invited about 12 of my guys up, and Nick was one of them. And, you know, when I watched the tape and I'm like, oh, Coach OB... I need you to watch this and give me your real 
I need you to tell me what you really think. And he goes, plays tall, needs to get down through his hips, needs to use hand better, but he's a, he's a mauler and he's mean and he plays hard and he never quits. And uh, knowing you, he's going to be a good player. And I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like trying to be tough and shit. And I'm like, yeah, you hear that, Nick? You need to toughen up. And I'm like, fuck, bro. I saw, tears out of my eyes. I saw Matt down on the field before the game, like when the players were running out. And he gave me a big hug, slapped me on the back. I left and I was like, oh, yeah, God. You got a bruise now? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I do that to everybody. It's not my intention. I just got it's heavy mitts, dog. He it's does have heavy hands. Look, it goes it's along my way. mother's fault. My mother's like 6'1". My, all my boys in high school used to be like, where's your mom, McChesney, the post? And I'd be like, shut up, dog. They used to call Kareem. And like, but she's got reach. And she, <laughs> she's like, she taught me how to use my hands. My brother's a fighter, same yeah. thing. And she would just all the time, whop, 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 and they come out of nowhere. Wow. And that's, I just got to make sure that same love she gave me, I try and give everybody on their back. Hey, I mean, I, that, I understood why you had those heavy hands and made it to the NFL, yeah. man. These aren't hands, they're weapons. <laughs> they are. All right. Yes, um, let's get to some ad reads. It's time. Is it? It is time. Oh. Shout out to Shady Rays, <laughs> <laughs> the independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product. He's already He's dying again. again. <laughs> oh, it's strong, durable frames, extremely clear polarized optics. Block out all the haters and the Rams fans with your Shady Rays. Head on over to the Park Meadows Mall or go online to ShadyRays.com. <laughs> <laughs> and use the promo code DMVR for 50% oh off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Not Norvell, of course. <laughs> yes! Oh my god! My favorite moment from last oh week Jesus. is when you're dying crying and you go, What's the promo code? What's the promo <laughs> yeah, code? that's my favorite part. Too. <laughs> yeah, shit! I'm uh, telling you, man, do you think. When they were pulling up to the stadium and it's like the sun's going down. Because I was pulling up at like five after Nick played. And I was like, damn, it's bright, bro. I wonder if Jay Norvell's got his sunglasses on. Do you think he's he just, just like intentionally turned them off? He's just walking into the sun like, god damn, sunglasses. Yeah, totally. Fucking hats. These sunglasses and hats in Boulder. I can't stand them. Like, yeah. just, man, that's what happens when you're a fucking agriculture major. <laughs> Shout out to Angry. MSU Denver. Uh, turn your goals into greatness at MSU Denver. Courses available online, in person, or both. Uh, we've got folks here that have gone to MSU Denver, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and you guys can sign up right now for the spring 2024 semester. Uh, create your career and turn your dreams into the reality at MSU Denver. 90-plus majors, 10 graduate programs with online courses. Again, in person or both. Learn more at msudenver.edu. The campus is sick, too. Right is next it? to Ball Arena. They've made a mm. ton of improvements to it. Some like really nice new buildings out there. I respect it. I feel I'm, like I'm being cooked by these lights. You are. <laughs> I am. You are correct. It's okay. I'm tender. <laughs> Let's talk Oregon. You wanted to talk trenches uh -huh. and talk about what you've seen the first three weeks. What needs to change as we go into this first top 25 matchup at the Coach Primera? Top 25 on top 25. Top 25 Look, matchup. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> needs to change because what they're doing is they're, they're winning. I don't know if you can go to Oxen and throw the ball 50 times and win, but I also don't know if you can't because right. Oregon's secondary is Texas Tech chewed them up. Yep. And then they played Hawaii, no offense to the Rainbow Warriors, but Colt Brennan ain't over there no more. Rest in peace, brother. Um, and... You know, they played Portland State. So they played one game in Lubbock, 
And they should have lost. They should have lost. And they won, th- what, 38-33? 38-30. 38-30. So they should have lost the game. Now, that gives me great hope that they are. And very- real quick, it was 31-30. And Texas Tech threw a pick six on the potential yeah. game-winning draft. That so landed into like lost. edge rusher's hands, like yeah. right at the line of scrimmage. Should have lost. Now, they seem to maybe have the same problem we do defensively where – they are very opportunistic, and they get turnovers, and they get pick sixes for wins, and they do things that helps their team win, but they also put their team in position to get beat, and they do this all the time. So Oregon is good, but Oregon is not elite. And we're, I think we're really good, but I don't think Coach Prime would even say we are elite yet. We have some elite players. I think mm-hmm. we have the leading Heisman contender right now in Shador Sanders, and if you don't think like that, you're – looking at it from a set of glasses that aren't gold like mine. So literally, I I think that this game is going to be, I don't know what the over-under is, but I take it. I take the over big time, and I think it's going to be a shootout, and I think we have every opportunity in the world to win. On top of the fact, I don't know the over-under, but Vegas is 21-point dogs. 21 fucking points? I think I'm sorry to off. curse and, and all that shit, but bro, 21 <laughs> points? I think they're way off. I said it yesterday. Oh, that alone pisses me off. I wonder how Savion Washington and Tank feel. <laughs> I wonder how Shador feels. And not having Travis Hunter, like, so the motivation I would use here is Travis Hunter is worth 21 points. Because if he was on the field, what would the over-under be? 10? It was 14 uh, and a half last yeah, so week. I think so he's, 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 he's a touchdown. Yeah. Yes. And he might be. Yeah. You know what? <clears throat> but it shouldn't that, have been. He is a touchdown. He. Either way, he could score a touchdown in the game. I agree with that. But still, the, the, the motivation here by the, the men in the room that have started 3-0 and for a they team still last year that you. couldn't tie its shoes? <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Last year, no, no offense to the men on the team. I worked with a lot of them. I love them. I said this to their face multiple times and when I went and talked to the team. Last year was a total and unequivocal pit of hell disaster. It was. But we had to go through that to get to this point. And sometimes you got to go through hell to get to heaven, brother. And that's where we're at right now. We're sure in football we heaven. We sure and are. even Coach Sanders looked at me and said, Matt, I said, Coach Prime. And he said, do you have to use so many curse words? And I get, what are you talking about? I <laughs> know <laughs> that didn't really happen, but it would have been cool. Um, <laughs> look, man, um, the Oregon Ducks, if they take us lightly, they are going to get cooked. So... I meant to say this yesterday, but um, you just reminded me of it. The Buffs are not playing the logo on the helmet. Oregon, in my opinion, is being built up to be something bigger than what their team actually is. And again, I'm not saying they suck because they don't. They don't. They are good. They are not. The 10th team in the country? I mean, uh, the country's pretty weak. But they are not uh, a powerhouse, in my opinion. As a, as a program, they have been a powerhouse in the West for a while now. But this specific team, you aren't playing what they've done before. You're playing who they are right now. And that name and the brand and the jerseys and all that stuff, I think, is, is causing people to overvalue them a little bit. Everyone in, in the world who wants this team to lose is saying, oh, you've got to come in this week. You've got to come in this week. Watch, th- watch and see what, what, what Oregon does to humble them. And when I watched that film against Texas Tech, I thought, They've got a chance. Holes. They certainly have a chance to win this game. Oregon is not the Oregon of old. This is this is this year's team 
They have some really great players, as they always do. They've got speed. They've got explosiveness. They have a quarterback who can certainly run the offense that they have in front of them, and he's going to make some big plays. But they are not this big, scary powerhouse. And look, I think we're equal. And the 21-point dog thing is just, again, like I said earlier, everything burns. Everything is fuel. Like, just, I don't care what it is. Throw it in there and burn it and use it. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, look, this is going to be role reversal on ABC. The same thing that happened to us last week is now smoking up Oregon. Oregon's getting smoked up. They're 21-point favorites. CU doesn't have a chance. They're walking into a hostile environment. How in the hell are they ever going to win? They're down a good player. You know, like, Coach Prime's being super gracious. Dan Landing's still kind of talking shit. And, like, you know, I'm friends with Dan. And, like, you know, this week we ain't boys. Like, I'm sorry, but we ain't friends this week, Doug. I don't want to – ain't none, none of that. So I think the motivation by the team walking up in there, knowing that they're going to see film of the guys in the same uniform doing it in 2016, they're going to show that eventually this week, if I haven't seen it already. Pretty, soon I've, pretty soon, sure I've seen the Witherspoon pick on social oh, yeah. media. It's been out there so, a lot. Look, man, it's if Oregon and the Duck fans want to look at the logo and think that the 10-year stretch picture I saw where we are getting blown out in nine of the 10 games, if they think that's what's coming, good. Yeah. Keep thinking like that, homie, because then 1.30 on uh, Saturday when my fat ass is sitting in front of the TV, I'm going to be the one posting on Twitter like, how does duck taste roasted? <laughs> it's quite good. Is it? Um, I've never had duck before. Really? Never. It's pretty good. You should have it. It's really good. I'm more of a steak man. I mean, if given the choice, I'll probably go of course. steak. But <laughs> duck is good. Um, <laughs> just real quick on that 2016 game. Yes. We The moment is the interception, right? That's the thing that we all remember. We need to talk more about what Steven Montez did in that game. He balled. Steven Montez, and I know most of you don't care about this, so I'll keep it quick. Steven Montez came into the game against Michigan. Colorado had the lead. He did not complete a single pass in the game, and they lost. That was his first experience. That was his first taste of college football. Like a Cepho got knocked out, huh? Yeah, Cepho yeah. gets the high ankle sprain, and Steven comes in, and he did actually throw a touchdown pass on a flea flicker that should have been caught. It was dropped and wide open in the end zone, but he didn't complete a pass. So the, the vibes were low going into that game because he's making his first career start. He becomes like one of a few players ever to either throw for 350 and run for 150 or throw for 300 and run for 150. He put out, I mean, it was an incredible performance. He was like not in game shape, of course, because he hadn't played. He's like throwing up on the sidelines because he's running so much. He put. A, he was a dog in that game. It's a great. So. He's a great buff. Bro. I just want that part to be remembered. He's a great buff and a brother and a guy who's still trying to play. Yep. Um, and look, I think that's like the lost team. It's like the lost team in CU history because it's sandwiched in between so much bad football. Because everyone just says, "Oh, they've been terrible they've for been twenty terrible. years." And I'm like, "Well, in act, I've been there was like ninth, bro, and like <laughs> they were, they won the South, and like the, I got videos of." There's like 75,000 videos on my phone. I was looking through them the other day. I found <laughs> the videos of like the fight songs from Washington State when they won, the fight song from Utah yeah. when they won. And like it was still in that room and you still get the goosebumps feeling it. And those, those are great buff teams, man. Phil Lindsay and all those cats on the Cheeto and yeah. Tedrick Thompson. Those, they, Leaguers. I mean, Tupo still playing for Cincy. Yep. They got dudes on that squad, yeah, they bro. Did. They did. What have you seen just from the offensive line? I think Van Wells is back. Uh, he was in the well-off today. 
And then just what does Alton McCaskill do for the running game to try and get this offense back on track? Well, look, since you brought up Van Wells, I'm going to give some love. Zelinkas, yeah. brother. Cherry Creek High School, Dave Logan Products. Brother went to Rutgers, I think. That's a true freshman that walked into the Rocky Mountain Showdown. And look, everyone has eyeballs. He struggled in the early going. Mm -hmm. He struggled, bro. And like everyone could see it. He was struggling with the cross dogs. He was struggling with the movement. Some of the snaps were kind of low. And that kid went in at halftime and the adjustments they made. And he walked out there in the second half and didn't have a bad snap. He, all of his blocking assignments were on point because I'm an offensive line, defensive line guy. That's what I did. Yep. I played D-line at CU and in the league, and then I got moved my second year. That was the old, you wanted you want a job or you want to play defense? And I was like, hmm, a job? <laughs> yeah. Like, you're fat now. And I was like, okay. Um, but I'm watching it with Talon and all my guys up there, and he's on point, on point, on point. And he was outstanding on the last drive. Yep, I was just going to say just that. Just outstanding. I mean, some of the pickups he had and some, uh, just some of the calls, it's, it's a testament to Coach OB for his development. But everything is about the players. And it's a testament to that young man being ready as a true freshman. Dude, this is why you early enroll. This is why you work. Like, because you never know when football is going to knock. You never know when the dude in front of you is going to go down and all of a sudden you got to start in the Rocky Mountain Showdown when you thought you weren't going to. And when football knocks, you better fucking invest the work or your ass isn't going to be ready to answer the door. Yep. And usually on the other side of that door, it's not Portland State and Hawaii. It's fucking TCU and Nebraska and Colorado State. And if you don't answer right, you're 0-3, and the world is looking at this like it's a disaster. <clears throat> but everybody on this team knows how to answer the goddamn door. Yeah, I, I was so impressed with the way that he responded, especially late in the game. I thought he I'm glad deserved... Van is back. Yeah, but, me too, me but too. you know what? If he goes down again, we got a guy. Well, and just to answer the bell and be ready for that moment. It's big time. In the big time. And overtime, he was good, too. Like, be giving him a game ball if I was if I was Coach Prime. That that young man gets recognition and a game ball. We used to do, like, stickers back in the day. Yep. I don't know if they do any they of that up do there that now. But, you know, they, I know. Coach they, Hart said he wanted to bring it back. I know, they recon, I know they recognize good players. That's for damn sure. Every team does that. So even if, let's say that Van... Van's big enough to play guard. So if we continue to struggle at the guard positions and we go rotating guys like we do, can he go do that? I don't know. No, like, he, should, he should stay at center. He's yeah. really good at that. Yeah. He's damn good. <laughs> Look, Van Wells is a professional football center, and if he continues yeah. to develop the way he is, he'll probably leave early. Well, and he has that thing that you need as a center, which is he's super, super cerebral, um, which I heard from inside the team that they really missed his mind obviously they missed his talent, but they missed his mind on the field. And Shador can cover up for a lot, and he obviously has an incredible football mind as well, so he can help with that stuff. But it's a little different, you know, when you're the center and you're calling the protections for your guys, yeah. and that's not there anymore, it makes a difference. Now, I do want to say something right now because you just brought up Shador, and it, it sparked something in my head. And I don't want this to be taken the wrong way. Everybody has to understand, watching this show, that I – the only place I ever wanted to play was the University of Colorado. I committed as a sophomore in 1997 in front of my parents and Rick Neuheisel. That's how far back this goes. I wore a C on my chest there for a reason. I'm very passionate about that place. Am I not? Yeah, we can tell. Okay. Yeah. It's what it is. Okay. My kid is getting recruited by there. I want my players to play there. I try and feed as many good players to that place as possible to help it from my platform. Okay. 
Shador Sanders the other night, what he did and the shots that guy took and the way he got up and spit out blood and Dion wiped it off his chin with his sleeve was some of the most hardcore shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And if that is the fucking dog you have at quarterback and he gets and Travis Hunter gets hit on the sideline like he did by Blackburn and I'm not even going to talk about that. But Shador Sanders is the only guy up there about to fight Blackburn and the offensive yep. fucking line is not mm. behind him. It is either a teachable moment or a finable moment. And you can't find college kids, so you better teach them. And if I'm, I know, I know for a fucking fact that Coach OB is not going to let that slide. Yeah. And look, Savion and Tank and everybody, I didn't reach out to him on purpose. It's not my business. But I'm saying this through the media, which is what good coaches do, and I'm your coach. <laughs> if you ever let your quarterback walk up to an opposing player again and you are not right behind him, surrounding the other guy and making him feel like he's about to get fucked up in an alley, <laughs> I don't want you to do it. You just talk shit. You surround. Two years ago, Michigan, Ohio State, in Michigan, in Ann Arbor, they fucking cheap shot the running back or the quarterback on his own read. The, the DB gets up, and who's in his face? All five of the guys who won the Joe Moore Award. Yeah. All fucking five of them. Yeah. There's a reason that team is feared, and it's because of their big people. And I, I, we are really sexy right now, but we got to pick it up up front, and it starts with your attitude. So, then look, teachable. The next time that happens, and it will happen this weekend, I, the only way you can beat this team is to cheap shot them. Yep. So, gentlemen, understand the fight you're getting into. And go get in the goddamn fight. And don't stand there and fucking watch ever again. <clears throat> ever again. Either, either teach it or replace the people that will refuse to fight. Because our mantra at this place, even though it is Coach Prime's Colorado, we will always stand shoulder to shoulder. And you better go up there and stand next to your goddamn quarterback the next time he gets in someone's face about cheap shotting the best player in the fucking world on your goddamn sideline. Sorry for cursing, Coach. That was very, very well said. Um, also, Shador was cheap-shotted. Yes. And I would have liked to see them back him up there. I would have liked to see that, too. But um, instead, we got to see him spit blood <laughs> and smile at the guy. <laughs> and Prime wiped it off with his sleeve and said, go win it in a minute 20. And Shador was like, it was a Tom Brady shit, bitch. And when did it? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, that was dope, man. What a goddamn game. He's so good, man. <laughs> I mean, just and turn him to a Sh superhero. Shador also, I oh. saw this uh, on his video. Mm -hmm. There's like a couple angles from his video on YouTube that you don't see uh, from anywhere else. After he threw the touchdown to Zay on the end of that drive, after the 30-yard penalty, he went up and, and was talking shit to Blackburn. Yep. In the end Love yep. it, dude. Yep. And look, some people don't like it. And I ain't one of those people. No. In my opinion, this is the only platform as an alpha male where you can go out and assert your will, tape your hands, and fuck somebody's ass up and let them know, <laughs> and they'll give you a scholarship and NIL money and a pension, and you go play in the league. Why the fuck wouldn't you want to do this, man? It's the best job in the goddamn world. <laughs> I wonder if uh, your, um, I don't know, bosses at altitude watch this and just think like man i wish he could curse here it's way better <laughs> well I, on coach jb's show i curse like a sailor right? well we know yeah i mean look man I, <laughs> I was i'm actually I was impressed that you have room. that uh the um I have, there's restraint radio. I'm a, to look, keep it clean on radio look radio matt is very diplomatic <laughs> i can go straight into some keith jackson if you need me to yeah i can drop this motherfucker down to a sweet baritone 
Sweet baritone style. Let me talk to you deep about the Colorado like a, Buffaloes going to Oregon this weekend. Golden Colorado Buffaloes going to run out. Matt. I'm telling you, NPR Matt's going to be dope. <laughs> Give me right. a suit. Um, a little makeup. But great points all around. And that was something that OB said from the jump was we need to get meaner. We need to get tougher. And when he brought in Jack Bailey, he said, like, this guy... He, ba- he didn't say it, but he basically said, this guy is going to play because he's a dog. Yep. And because he's mean and he's nasty and he just has a thing about him. He, I think he said, even said these words. He, has, he brings something that we don't have uh, otherwise. And he was talking about that level of toughness. So all of those guys, and I'm sure that they you know feel this. And they also don't want to get a 15-yard penalty. So there's a fine line in between it, and Coach Thank Prime you. has done such a great job God, of it's like hammering the discipline into these guys. Yeah. They don't get those <laughs> late penalties and stuff like no. that. But you mentioned it. you got to be right behind Shador just got, in case shit goes down. you the line. Yep. Like, I don't want you to get a penalty, but if you do, you get one. We're not nine. CSU, you can't do 12 personal fouls for yep. 30,000 yards and Insane. expect to win the game. Like, I don't want you to be dirty because they play dirty. Let's just be real. And I don't care. I don't care that you play dirty. I knew they would play dirty. That's the only way they think they can beat us, and they still didn't do it. You fucked it up again. Congratulations. Um, but I, I'm looking at this like I'm thinking about even what I just said, and then I think back to Coach Prime in the in the press conferences talking about how he's praising Blackburn and praising the game, and he, Travis Hunter in a draft uniform on his Twitch saying it's just football. <laughs> I don't I think that they don't play into this shit at all like there's they already know that this their presence alone intimidates everybody yep. yeah and like it it stirs up emotions in people that aren't like they're real emotions but there's no bark there's no like bear behind the bark if that makes sense so like they have to try and do things that are out of character when this is just Colorado's character mm-hmm. so like the fact that the guys didn't respond and they were so cool and collected is probably coach prime rubbing off on them and not having a complete psychopath like me as a coach <laughs> but at the same time it's, we got we got to find a line where that's not only your quarterback that's coach prime's son that's yeah. that's that's grandma prime's grandson like <laughs> dog we got I'm sorry but and when your quarterback team. gets let gets lit up like that yeah. and then he shows that toughness I mean, why wouldn't why wouldn't you just be at his back for the rest of his life? Like, bro, if you're the quarterback and you're getting married and your groomsmen aren't your linemen, that's probably not a good thing. <laughs> well, and let me just add this, and then we can move on. Yeah, we gotta move. I on. know, I know. I'm <laughs> why are we talking a lot? <laughs> We've got 20 minutes to do two more segments. Let me just add this. Um, <laughs> they won that game because CSU wasn't disciplined, and they were 100. Uh-huh. Uh, now, obviously, they should have never been in a position where that was the the final thing that swung the game. But CSU was going to score. They had one more personal foul, and they lost the game. It was like the final straw that broke the camel's back for them. So I'm with you. You have to go back up, Shador. But also, what? So mature the, the word, of them not to do it, too. When, when teams commit a bunch of penalties, what do we say? They're undisciplined, undisciplined, right? Well, what does that mean? It means that when they do those things, they're not being disciplined. Yep. And these guys know if they go out there and make dumb penalties, they will be disciplined by Coach Prime. So they are a disciplined football team. Uh, and they don't make those types of mistakes. So it's you have to find the line. You have to go stand up for your guys without getting flags. Make sure that the other team feels your presence and that they can't just go and do those types of things. But they won the game because Coach Prime has taught, 
taught this team how to be disciplined. Coach Prime has great respect for the game, great respect for his opponents, great respect for his players. There's a clip from last year at JSU where Aubrey Miller took a cheap shot on a quarterback at the end of the game. Coach Prime threw him out of the game. Yep. He doesn't play like that. Yep. So I, I, I respect that. You got to be what well, we've got to get a little meaner. Yeah. Yep. All right. Shout out to Volo, the largest social sports company in the U.S. Are you still playing pickleball? With uh, I know yeah. Eric's been gone. No. We started a new pickleball league. Want to know? Nice. <laughs> What's your go. team name? DNVR. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> um, you may be able to face off with uh, what's his name in the Pullman Picklers here. Yeah, I forget what that guy's the name Pullman was. Ron. We talked to That's some Washington State guy at a Pac-12 Media Day, and he was saying he's part of a pickleball team. What called, is a pickler? I, Someone I who plays know. pickleball. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, check out Volo. They've got tons of <laughs> leagues open uh, for the fall season. You can sign up as a free agent, and you can sign up with their monthly membership pass. Uh, it's twenty bucks a month, or two hundred bucks a year. There's also a beta version for ten bucks a month. But uh, they've got leagues all over the city. Again, leagues open now. Sign up before it's too late. Get your Volo pass and start playing in leagues as a free agent today. Use the code DMVR10 for ten dollars off at www.volosports.com/denver. And then Fubo TV, the best best place to watch football this season is on Fubo TV. Uh, they got the Pac-12 network. They got a thousand hours of cloud DVR. So go ahead and record those games and go back to them whenever. Uh, it's just the best, man. You got Red Zone. You got every channel on there that you could possibly need. It does kick ass. You yep. can sign up for ten uh, percent off or fifteen percent off your first month of Fubo Pro if you go to www.fubotv.com/dmvr. Uh, and get to watching all of that great sports and college football coming up. Also, weirdly enough, we're almost back to basketball and hockey season. And if you want to watch the Nuggets and Avs, you got to have Fubo. Yep. Let's go Nuggets. All right. Uh, last thing, this Taylor Rooks interview real quick. It was an hour long. It was amazing, though. It's fantastic. It was really stuff. good. Fantastic um, stuff. I have to start here. Go for it. Coach Prime, only person I've ever seen not change up when they were being interviewed by Taylor Rooks. Really? So, Hats off to there you, you go. Prime. <laughs> and if you know, you know. Because he's yep. a bigger draw. And and you know what? It's a handsome man. Let's be real. <laughs> of course. But I was impressed. My was favorite impressed. part. He's He just is him always. Doesn't have to change up when he's talking to Taylor Rooks. Well, my why, favorite why part. Why would you want to? There's, just because Taylor's gorgeous? Like, that's... <laughs> Yeah. That's, there's a whole thread about this uh, yeah, I would, on NBA I would not Twitter. expect him to because he is what we what did we just say he is a professional. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you expect? My favorite part Nothing is less. when he's talking Nothing about less. Prime versus Dion, though. Yeah. And how really different cool Dion actually is than Prime, and how it's just been this whole persona going back to his dorm room at FSU that he kind of built up, made up, and it really kind of personified itself, and that's what's carried him all the way to this point. Yeah. It's really cool, and and he. Um, gave a little window into like what he's like when he's just doing his thing. He's like he's, he called himself a recluse. Yeah. Um, when he gets time to himself, just wants to fish, hang out, be by himself. And then he uh, said, "That's shocking. what Travis is." Yep. He said Travis reminds him a lot of Dion. Bro, yeah. Travis which I gave love. him like a two thousand dollar like real tackle set. <laughs> yeah. Real, bro. So, uh, look, Coach Prime. The the beauty of Coach Dion Sanders, Coach Prime, is his ability to make other people feel incredible about themselves in his presence when you're around him, it's really <clears throat> weird. It's a, it's a very weird thing, but it's also incredibly awesome. And well, to watch it and the way he interacts with everybody, he doesn't, you know how like famous people walk by people? Mm -hmm. well, he doesn't do that, bro. He makes time for everybody. 
He's all, he's always shaking hands unless unless it's business time, and he's doing his job. He is always talking to someone, helping someone. Peggy, everything, bro. Yep. He's just a he's just a badass, and people want to be around that dog. Everyone has someone in their life that's always like the cool person in the room, and you know everyone that's in the room when they make a joke, they look to them to see how they're going to react to it because everyone's like trying to. Like if he impress. laughs, we laugh. Right, exactly, and. Coach Prime is obviously that person. Anytime he's in a room, everyone's trying to impress him. Everyone wants his attention. Him. Everyone wants his um, affirmation, mm-hmm. and he gives that to you. Yeah, uh, and you know, especially with recruits and people around the program and important people like that, it leaves everyone. Everyone that spends time with him leaves feeling really good. Absolutely. And, it's why, you know, uh, Taylor brought it up in the interview. Like, no one's ever called him a bad teammate. Why? Because he was a great teammate. Yep. Um, so, and all those people came away from those experiences with him. Um, look at Rich Eisen. Look at all the people at NFL Network. All, you know, the producers. Everyone who's ever spent extended periods of time with this man has nothing but good things to say. Look about. who his best friends are. They're, he played at Florida State. His best friends are Miami Hurricanes. Yeah. It's not supposed to work like that. Yeah, everyone. Like, and, it, it, and he just he gets along with everybody, bro. Like he went from the 49ers beating the Cowboys to going to the Cowboys and winning another Super Bowl and just making everybody's best friend. So yeah. he's friends with all the Niners and all the Cowboys. He must be really confused the when they play each other. Yeah. <laughs> Andre Rising and him fist fought each other in a game, and then after the game went and hung out with MC Hammer. Uh, the last thing we need to talk about is uh, just Shador's NFL prospects. Mm. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I just wanted to talk about the Jimmy Horn part of, oh, of that course. interview. Okay. Um, just a real look into what makes him so special as a coach. Yep. Knowing exactly how to motivate a player in a moment when he was down. Um, a lot of coaches want to yell at a guy when they're having a bad game. Coach Prime, and maybe there are players on the team who would respond well to that. Coach Prime knows that's not how I'm going to get the best out of Jimmy right now. I'm going to talk to Jimmy about his father. We know that his dad is always heavy on his mind. Um, as he mentions in an interview, his dad is incarcerated. He's talked about it before. Jimmy, just the other day, said the reason he got his cornrows is because he found an old picture of his dad with him, and he yep. wanted to have him. So Coach Prime taps into that, says, your dad... Brian. Is, <laughs> he says, your dad is incarcerated right now. He wants to clap for you in front of all those inmates. You're going to go out there and show him that you're a dog. And Jimmy goes and scores the, the game-tying touchdown like... That is what makes Coach Prime Coach Prime. That's what I tweeted out last night. That's what that's the video that's you know sweeping the nation today. He's a world class motivator and just world class like I don't know teacher and coach in terms of just bringing these kids up. Not even talking about football, but just like helping kids with life. Like he loves yes. it and it really shows. Absolutely. Also, I put some time into making that video. Yeah, you crushed it. I did. I was like, this is gonna go big. I did not know it was going to go that big. It, it went off. Yeah. Well, and it's the, that new thing where everyone can just take it. Yeah. So, like, I don't even get to see how big it really is. Yeah. But I saw that since I tagged the DMR. I know. I, we're uh, seeing them all. We see all those, like, Big Cat. Yeah. Like, all the, like, Dove Climbing or whatever. Yep. Like, all those big accounts blasted it out. So, I'm glad a lot of people got to see that because of all the videos and all of the um, uh, content we've made at Coach, about Coach Prime that went viral. I think that is the one that has the least hate on it. There's mm-hmm. you can't hate on it. There's like nothing you can say. Um, so I'm glad that a lot of people got to see that video. And, and let me say this before we move on: there is no better place for buff coverage than you guys. The NVR buffs and the way you, you guys have built it, and your your enthusiasm to it, and the fact that you're always at the press conferences. You're not just 
there's so much leeching on social media where people just leech stories. And that doesn't happen here. You guys start the story. So as a buff, talking to buffs, like if you want information on them and Coach Prime and the pregame show and everything they do with all their social media, this is the access point. I mean, if you don't know that, then you do now. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, brother. That's yeah, awesome. Man, it's true. Appreciate you, man. Um, all right, let's get to questions. But first, a word from our friends at Game Time. If you are enjoying this show, hit the thumbs up. Let's and get subscribe. to 500 before the end of the show. And subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, support Mr. Matt McChesney here in his uh, body bag. 60equipment.com. Go on there. And if you want to support a buff, Washington 78, and you get an NIL deal for saving on Washington, one of my guys in the Dungeon family down there at 60 Academy. Uh, and I, we're going to get Tank on one here pretty soon. And uh, Savion's making money, selling body bags, and putting the CSU Rams, Nebraska Cornhuskers, and TCU in them. So, uh, yeah. 60equipment.com, use promo code Washington78. And even if you're donating to your high school or whatever, uh, the, the body bags are pretty cool, and I'm pretty proud of it. And, uh, you know, CU has five of them, and I'd like to think it's helping them out. So Love yeah. it. They were driving the truck up from practice yesterday, and I saw all five of them stacked up there on the go, back. Bro. So. There it is. Uh, that equipment team works, man. Yeah, man, too. I'll tell you, Schmitty. Yeah. Schmitty's been there since I was there, bro. Schmitty, I'm still trying to get gloves, Schmitty. Can I please get an extra <laughs> pair of gloves? I gave them to Ryan. Yeah. Give me some gloves, Schmitty. You want Schmitty's yours the back man, for bro. Me. Uh, but shout out to Game Time. It's going to be the only place to get Buffs tickets this uh, upcoming season. We're all sold out. Coach Prime's amazing. First time, I think, ever in ever. CU history. Yep. Uh, but head yeah. on over to Game Time. The world we live in. And you can sign up with the code DMVR and get $20 off your first purchase. Uh, not just Buff tickets, but any tickets for any sporting event, concert, whatever's going on in your city. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code DMVR for $20 off. Terms apply. Again, create an account. And redeem code DNVR for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And then Bacchus and Shanker. If you need to sue, smash the two, 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 two. <laughs> They've been helping Colorado families win for 25-plus years. <laughs> what? That's what? awesome. That's like the coolest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. You need to sue, two, 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 two. So, yep. That's um, good, man. No fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. No fees unless they... Win your case and win money for you. They got neighborhood offices all over the city. Whether it's a car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks, uh, they can even help if you're injured at work. Golf cart. Golf cart. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Should have called these people. On the nose. <laughs> Shit. If you need the suit, smash the two. Uh, Bacchus and Shanker wins. Uh, if you right. can't make fun of yourself, you damn sure can't do it to nobody. All right, you're, uh, fair. you guys have been unchained. We're free to go now. Let's uh, get to questions. All right, what do we got in the questions? 500 likes. Let's get it. Surfer boy, I wanted to ask Matt, since he knows uh, offensive linemen, is this the old CU offensive line from last season better than the current offensive line? No. No. No, it's not. Do I think, they, do I think Casey and Jake and Austin could have stayed here and played? Yeah, absolutely. But... I also think that Coach OB has just brought an attitude adjustment and they are really adopting the, you know, the the mantra that Coach Prime has put out there and they've got good skill players around them and you put good skill players around good offensive linemen and you win games and they're 3-0 and and ranked 19th and let's just be clear, there's nothing about last year's team that's better about this team in <laughs> any way, shape, or form and I don't care Facts. what we talk about and, and so the answer is no. Yep, nope. good answer. Kevin, can anyone explain what's the difference between 
official and unofficial visits beyond the recruits paying their own way for official. I think that's... You said it. Yeah. That's it right yeah, there. Yeah, that, that's about it. Like, I think there were probably 10, 12 guys on, like, an official mm-hmm. that actually got to go, like, spend personal time with Coach Prime. I was going to say that might be... Yeah. And then there's another probably, like, 40 guys that are there meeting the other coaches and, like, playing the game. <laughs> because, look, all those kids aren't going to play there. But I, I've sent guys to, to Boulder... For, it's a leverage move. Like that's what people have to understand. And in the recruiting game, recruiting is about presenting players, not selling players. No C- coaches that try and like sell their players with this is the best player I've ever seen. That's horseshit. That's not true. But if you present a guy and these are the attributes that are good and this is what he needs to improve on, that's what coaches respond to. So you always put them in front of them, and then they say yes or no, and we move on. But just the fact that they're there, and and like you're posting that you're a recruit of Coach Prime at mm-hmm. a CU game. That alone should facilitate more opportunity down the road. So even though the fire burns in Boulder, it if you go there and you go to that cookout for a night, it's just not your thing and they don't want you, that that fire burns somewhere else for you because the other school goes, well, hell, if he's good enough to be in Boulder for Coach Prime, he's damn sure good enough to be in and Laramie to go play at Wyoming and beat the hell out of CSU. Yep. All right, I'm glad you brought this question back up. Uh, what are the chances Shador leaves after this year, but did you see... Uh, yes, I saw well off, but did you see the face he made when Prime told him he was staying? I mean, <laughs> it looks like the face I my think kid that, makes uh, at me when I say go to bed. I have been very confident that Shador is going to stay one more year uh, and play the last year that he can play with his dad. I'm, I'm, my confidence meter is dropping a little bit. He's staying. I think he is staying, but I, I was at like ninety. What, and now 82? I'm at like 75. 75. And let me just say this: 15. <laughs> percent I think that Coach Prime. I think that Shador wants to make Coach Prime recruit him a little bit. Yeah, sure. I think that he wants to make him recruit him a little bit. Yeah, so. man. Okay. Well, look. This is how you recruit him. You go get the baddest offensive and defensive lineman in the country, yeah. and you put the baddest offensive line. And I'm not talking about bad. I'm talking about good. Bad is good. Yes means no. Figure this out. Um, the baddest offensive line in the country, and you roll out there, and you say, look, you're not going to get hit this year anymore. Yeah. And we've got five five-stars to throw to, and McCaslin and Edwards. And you want to win a national title with your best friend, Travis Hunter, who can't leave? Yep. He's not leaving. Yep. And they're going to be in the playoff, and they're going to be scary. And if you think they're good this year, and you think we're boastful now, just wait, dog. The shit-talking hasn't even begun. College football players have seven days after the national championship to decide if they're going to declare. Oh, Before that... Is early signing day and the early transfer yeah, portal window. Can just start compiling players. Yeah, and I, I like I said, I think he's going to stay. Um, 75%. But right now, Coach believe. Prime said it in the Taylor Rooks interview. <laughs> Do you believe? You only believe 75%? I, be- I believe so much in Shador. <laughs> Coach Prime said in, in the well-off, or no, sorry, in the Taylor Rooks interview, he said, um, or yeah, he said they keep putting Shador behind Caleb. Which is great, but Shador yep. doesn't want to be number two to yep. anyone. And so, I don't think it's completely and utterly out of the question that Shador could jump him. Oh, he, he should jump him because Shador Sanders is a tough guy quarterback and Caleb Williams is a <laughs> fingernail painting quarterback. And that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. That's some L.A. shit, but that's cool. And... Honestly, I want him to come back because I don't want Shador to have to go play in Arizona or some shit. Yes. And I want the Broncos to keep fucking this up so they can just get the number one pick next year and just draft Shador. <laughs> Let's go. And then Dion can just 
run every coach probably would just run everything. Just come oh, run the Broncos and the Buffs, and he can get Sean Payton in line because Sean Payton's a <laughs> yes get, man. Can we throw the Rockies in here too? No, the Omaha nah. Rockies can go back to Nebraska. <laughs> uh, when they enough. pulled that, I know that we don't have to go into dead that. to me. Um, uh, I just think there's a chance, and Shador keeps doing this. Like he has. <laughs> A thing about him that NFL, I just know NFL teams are going to be like, dude, he's different. We got NIL money, dog. He's already driving a Rolls Royce. How much better Not can yet. he get? He's still driving oh, the Maybach. Sorry, it's just a Maybach. You're going to make My Coach bad. Prime get him the Rolls that, Royce That's to what's going to be the... Give me a yeah, Royce and I'll stay. That's the leverage. That's also my dream car, hey, by the way. There you go. Always Rolls wanted Royce? a Rolls. Yep. Yeah. Maybe threaten Coach Prime that you're going to leave for the NFL after you this know, year, too. I just too. don't think he cares. <laughs> I, just, I just want my Impala back. Whoever did that to my Impala... I'm gonna find you. <laughs> All right, we got like five minutes. You're gonna call them. Uh, they, they, some truck ran over my Impala in the parking lot of the movie theater and <laughs> destroyed it, and I had to get rid of it. Jeez. Um, has Charlie dropped out of contention for a scholarship in the coach's eyes, or was it an empty statement to begin with? How realistic is it for Mikey to get one? I don't think either of that is. What? That's ridiculous. Not... I just watched a tight end earn a scholarship on national TV. But who? Mikey. Mikey. Oh, did he get a scholarship? No. But, Bro, uh, if uh, you don't think that kid is going to be on scholarship pretty soon, you're nuts. All right. He will. I, I bet you in a month from now or sooner you see a video from the from the team room of him being put on scholarship. Bet. Here's the thing I, on Charlie. I don't think Charlie's worried about getting a scholarship, so I think we need to kind of relax on it a bit. Charlie's not. I saw Charlie after the game. I walked up to him and said, brother. You proved me wrong, and I'm eating crow, and I'm very proud of you, and gave him a big hug because I, I I told him to his face that I didn't think he could play at CU, and he went and did it. And mm. that is what that hell yeah, that is what we're looking <clears throat> for, bro. Make me look stupid. That shit is awesome. I'm so proud of you. I told him that, gave him a big hug, and he's he's look, he's got time left too. Yeah, he's a baby. So he was a freshman last he's year. He's the kind of guy you build around, bro. You've got to have good walk-ons around your your program that want to be there. They're not just being paid to be there. That's what college football is. Charlie, um, you're a bad motherfucker. Love you, Charlie. Lamar with the super chat. Are you guys now low on Kaysen, Ryan, because of Bryce, uh, Danny, and Cole Liner? No. I mean. It's just what we talked about earlier. You bring in recruits. Your job is to recruit better players than that the next year. Stack yeah. good players. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes those recruits who were lower rated prove you wrong. Look at Speedy Stewart. Facts. Rodney Stewart comes in unrated behind Daryl Scott, a five-star running back. One of them became a legend at CU, and it wasn't the five-star. Look at Bobby Purify, guy I played with, came in behind Marcus Houston, Marquisha, and everybody told me he wasn't going to play, and he ended up being one of the like top three leading rushers in Colorado history when yep. he left. Um, Two-time two captain. so fun to watch. Uh, I don't know if Slusher's back. I don't know the injury. The four um, deuce. Also, McCaskill is playing this week. Um, watch out for that kid, bro. He's about to go over. If Wells is off. out, how come BB doesn't start at center and Wiley start at guard? BB was hurt as well. Um, Eric Zelenkis did a great job. Give him his flowers. Stop asking to replace him. First uh, freshman to start at center for CU since last year when Van Wells did it. Okay, nice. Only the two guys to ever do it. Eric says, Matt, RK, and Jake, bro. Colorado wins the natty. Between the three of you, who is drinking the most and partying the hardest? Uh, RK. Definitely RK. Yeah. I, don't, I don't drink, but I will cover myself in jello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'll watch everybody else get hammered and I'll just have a good time with me and in the jello Dr. Pit? Grantham. And I'll go jump in the jello pit. <laughs> Somebody's got to eat it off of me, though, and hopefully it's not you two. No. Nope. 
So I won't get that drug. <laughs> shit gets weird, bro. When the natty and shit's going to get weird. Uh, uh, Surferboy I asks, believe that. Uh, Surferboy <laughs> wants to ask you, Matt, who Dan Landing is as a coach because uh, he knows Ryan got off on the wrong foot with him at Pectol Media Days. Yeah, me, we um, both got off on the wrong Danny foot Me and Danny Boy aren't friends. Look, Dan Landing is a great friend of mine. He's one of the first guys to ever walk into 6-0 back in the day and recruit. That's awesome. He has built himself into an unbelievable college football coach. Uh, I think he's going to have his... Uh, no, I don't think. I know he's going to have his guys ready to play. And they're, I don't think they're going to take us lightly, although the media is stoking the 21-point dog thing. And they're college kids, so you never know. Um, I would expect Dan Landing's team to show up and fist fight the shit out of us the whole game and this to be a dog fight. And if it's not, I'll be shocked. And I would take the over, whatever it is, take it. And uh, I'm going to say... 48, 45 buffs. Let's go. Let's go. Ooh. It's going to be um, a hell of a party at the DNVR bar if that happens. I'm have Can't a heart wait. attack. All right, last one. Woody is asking if CU filled the allotment uh, for tickets in Hudson. I don't know. I don't know either. All I know is it's a fucking pain in the ass to try yeah, to get to Hudson right there. now. Yeah, uh, we're we, not we couldn't do it. it like, we, the logistics of us getting there would have been so ridiculous that we just finally and threw flights this are out. great these days, from what I can tell out of DIA. The, the lines oh look my God. awesome. <laughs> I'll you, drive, bro. I I will say I got TSA pre. Shit, bro, I'll drive in a heartbeat. I got jams. I I'm not that advanced yet. It it's so worth it. It's like fifty bucks. Yeah, for like a while. I think it's like five years or something. Just buy first class. I, I don't buy the tickets. <laughs> that ain't my job. All right. All right. Uh, we're out of here. We got the DMVR draft pod right after this. We're going to be talking more college football, looking back on last week, making picks for this week. So if you guys want some more, stay tuned. We'll be live shortly. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome, brother. And hey, Appreciate next you, week man. when I come back, yeah, I've, I, I've got some pretty interesting recruiting news I want to talk to you guys about. Hell yeah. Ooh, there you what go. a tease. You, like you got to wait a whole week for it. what I do, dog. I can tease with the best of them. Incredible. Right. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.